0: hey hey it's rachel it's alexis and welcome back to flourishing in faith Yay! this is this our is the final, the final episode whoa that was weird it is the final weird. episode of our relationship series and we series. know that this one has probably been anticipated whether you knew we were doing it or not but we are waiting
1: we waited because we wanted to leave you in suspense
0: yeah Today, we're going to talk about romantic relationships. <laughs> I'm I excited. Know. Me too. It's like such a hot topic in the yeah.
1: Christian community. It really is. In
0: the world, like in general, I feel like, oh. like everybody's wanting a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. we're going to talk you I don't know if I you can, can. hear you in the
1: background, but if you can... Just ignore my dog because he's having a fit. I can't hear him. He's not barking right now. Oh. <laughs> but he was. Um, For real. It's like a hot topic and people just want to know, especially a lot of, I expect a lot of Christian single girlies are here. And yeah. boys. But mostly girl. We see you. We see you and I relate to you because I've never been in a relationship. So preface that. My only relationship uh, advice or info is from the word of it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that helps. I don't got no advice from in a like <laughs> personal experience kind of thing because I don't have a personal experience. Praise the Lord, Wait for that one. But, um, yeah. Rachel, on the other hand, is in a relationship I am in a relationship. <laughs> so we have both perspectives, yeah, um, one that's in one. So it's kind kind of cool how God works. But one that's in a relationship and that is has been for almost a year. Almost, Isn't a, crazy? Year.
0: Yes, Almost
1: crazy. a year. Crazy, yes, So that's something that we can get, can you know, some info about. But mm-hmm. then me, that I've only I've experienced and seen. I have two older sisters, so I've seen sisters go through dating relationships and even just my sister. One of my sisters is married. My sister is about to be engaged. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I've seen all of these things. I've observed. I'm an observer. Um, I but I am single. So preface that first of all. Yes. You, do you have any preface or, um, what's um, it called, disclaimers for your aunt?
0: I would say that, hmm. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I will say that, uh, it's good to be in either place. True. Whether you're in a relationship or you're not in a relationship or you're in, I don't I don't want to get into the talking phase. But if you are either single or in a relationship, you can, you fit in here. You're welcome here. You're
1: welcome and any here. of
0: this is for you, whether it's from for Alexis you. or me or, you know, just whatever kind of conversation spurs out of this. So, yeah, whichever season here. you're in.
1: Yeah, hopefully we're, we pray that the Holy Spirit will speak to you and speak to you in whatever season you're in through us yes period. yes um like we talked about last week we talked about your personal relationship with god so we kind of want to piggyback on that before we can get into the relationship stuff you gotta have your own personal relationship with jesus before mm-hmm. you gotta have a relationship yes period. like how can god trust yeah. you with the whole person and a whole like <laughs> unity in that if you're not unified with jesus first
0: also, if you can't sustain your own relationship with God, how do you think you're going to sustain a healthy relationship with another human person?
1: Speak to that. Oh, my goodness.
0: Because That's so
1: true. toxicity. That's toxic. Comes out of it. It's like it's like whatever it we'll say in the Bible, how it's like those are kind of the kind of people that are like toiled by the wind.
0: Mm-hmm. They go left
1: and right where the wind goes, or where the world goes, and mm-hmm. they are not stable, and they're not like you know they're not stable, and like the draft that flows away with the wind. We have yep. to be sustained and stable by the Lord first before we sustain and stable by a man or a woman yes. that is flesh and that is carnal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So if we first know who we are in Christ, that we are a child of God, that we are chosen, that we are you know, have a place in the kingdom as a, um, kingdom's kid, we, if we don't know those things and we don't know, um, and know Jesus for ourselves, it'll be really hard to unify with God and with your future spouse. If you don't Uh have to, if you're not unified with God
0: first. Yep. Yep. Yes. Do you want to?
1: Yes. And something that you said earlier, I really like parked up with me. You were talking about how it's a good thing to be single and all that kind of stuff. And it really is because relationship is work. I mean, every relationship is work, but especially romantic relationship, especially in the future of marriage and like taking time to actually like doing that is work. It's work. So I think the best way to prepare yourself for that is if you're single, best way to prepare yourself for that is to make. Your, priority, your time with Jesus is a priority because mm-hmm. then that's work in itself. And if you are like consistent with that and you're diligent, like Rachel said, say, you said four things. We said, you said pers- diligent, persistent, and
0: sacrifice. Um, right? Dis- did you say discipline? Disciplined, diligent. Resi- discipline. <laughs> Hold on, let me think. Discipline, persistence, mm-hmm. sacrifice, I think it was and... diligence can did i say consistency oh consistency
1: yep so if you're all those three all those four things and you try to strive do that daily then it'll prepare you for your future spouse in your marriage because that's work in itself so mm-hmm. if you're like what do i do now like what do i do now to prepare myself for my future spouse like i would get obsessed with fantasizing about that because that's not healthy but I would work on your own relationship with Christ and work on being consistent with that because then if you're consistent with that, you'll be better able to be consistent with your future spouse.
0: Yeah. I agree. And what I can guess you
1: speak to that from like your own sense of being in a relationship.
0: From my own experience. Yeah. Like, like being being rooted 1st Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of funny how God works because before like a year or like a half a year before I met David, I had decided to, okay, get your stuff together. Like get your crap together. Like pull your life together. Like what are you doing? Because I would I would hesitate. I would like just like open the Bible here and there, like not really take anything seriously, call myself a Christian, wasn't really living the Christian life. And so I was like at the point where I was like, I was tired of playing around. So I wanted to get my stuff together. And so really, I don't want to like make it sound like perfect or anything, but it was when I started to get myself together that I I met David. And, you know, we started talking and getting to know each other. So I feel like that's just an example in itself that once you take your relationship with God seriously and once you start to actually live that life and follow the Ten Commandments and start to study the Bible and start to pray more and try and, you know, incline your ear to what God wants to say to you and what he has for you long term wise for his plan that he's made for you. I feel like once you decide to put that first and foremost, all those things will be added to you, just like it says in the Bible. Like once you yeah. focus on him, all those things will be added because yeah. you put him first and you prioritize him before other people, especially a romantic relationship.
1: So true. I love how you said that from personal experience because this is great. This is great. I need it. We need you, Rachel. Um, I think a lot of the... um one thing that really um i'm still talking about singing this year one thing that really has helped me and it was what george brown said in our podcast and go back to listen to george brown's podcast i love
0: her amazing it was amazing i love
1: it it was my favorite podcast we've ever done in my life go back to george brown's podcast i was literally girl crushing over her i love her so much um but one thing that she said that really stuck with me and i kept for i've been keeping for a little while and it says in the bible He will keep no good thing away from you. So if you don't have a boyfriend right now, I don't have a girlfriend right now, it's not a good thing for you to be in a relationship right now. Maybe the other person isn't as ready to be with God. Maybe you're not where you need to be with God yet. Maybe God wants to work something out. between you two, you know, teach you something before you come together. Like know that like God is working, but it's not a good thing right now. So don't yeah. be like frustrated. Don't be like, okay, I've done everything. I read my Bible every day. I'm really committed to God, but nothing's happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't be frustrated. Don't get frustrated. Like don't lose hope because God knows the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm working on myself every day trying to not lose hope either, <clears> because <throat> I think for a long time, um, I would, I lost hope in it. I was like, okay, this just never going to happen. I'm like, I literally was like, talking to god i was like i oh, really you 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 joke it, like you joke it." but so i never prayed for my future husband i never did that because i was like what's the point it's not promised but then i was continuing to, to god because he continually showed me that like girl i know the desire is your heart and right now it's not a good thing but you got to be persistent in actually praying for him and mm-hmm. actually like doing that stuff so then i actually started praying with him actually this year so i've been prayer warrior for my husband thank the lord um i'm sure he needs it but i mean i need it too but here we are so don't get discouraged don't fret but at the same time we're gonna talk to the relationship stuff too so know and you listen and take some notes for whatever you do get in a relationship
0: yeah and i want to add to that not every circumstance in meeting someone will go like that like for sure if you decide today to get yourself together you're not going to meet your future spouse tomorrow no. unless god unless that's his will because that's amazing for you like i'm happy for sometimes you Sometimes like, it you. happens sometimes it does because god is just like mighty and he can do whatever he wants he wants mm-hmm. to surprise us sometimes you know that's that's so cool that would be so cool i would cool. literally i would love that i would love that but lord, <laughs> lord i i just want to let you know that it most likely will not happen that way it's a process just like we talked about last week it's a process and And the things that God can
1: do in the waiting like God can work in you so much in your waiting seasons and not even just waiting seasons about your spouse or like your marriage just even like jobs or even stuff like that God can like do something so much bigger in those waiting seasons in you to teach you how to trust in him teach you how to Um, have joined the waiting all those things that maybe you wouldn't have ever gained if you didn't have that waiting period of time
0: Mm -hmm. I know that like the most heart speaking of that waiting period between the time that I met David it took us a year to finally come to the point of dating and thinking on it thinking on it back like a I would I would say like I used to talk about it as like oh my gosh, he's just taking forever, forever to, you know, finally ask me to be his girlfriend. But I see it now as both of us spiritually not being where we needed to be to be in that relationship. And I truly believe that year of waiting and that year of just talking, getting to know each other. Not only that, but like investing in ourselves and investing in our future relationship. I would go through that a million times over. Yeah. because it strengthened both of us and I look back now and I see how much both of us have grown individually
1: mm-hmm. and
0: now I can say that we've grown so much together in our relationship relationship with God and then in our individual relationships with God
1: yeah I think if there is a tell to also like so now we've talked about singleness let's step into like the talking stuff and I hate talking I hate that word like you're talking but like they have to make it something weird like no thank you like you're just getting to know somebody and if you're talking I don't get I don't agree with that I don't I don't I just don't for me if I'm not dating you we don't have a title of boyfriend and girlfriend we're not talking anything up like we're a girl boyfriend and girlfriend until we are boyfriend and girlfriend Mm -hmm. that's just me that's just me but we like Rachel said when that year they were getting to know each other. Yeah, maybe they would have been like, "Oh, you look cute today." Like that's that that's something that because they obviously had an attraction to each other. But at the same time, that year was them like actually getting to know each other. I love how you say, "Ritual." Like we were talking, to get to know each other. Like we weren't like talking in a romantic way. We were getting to know each other, and I think I'm so passionate about this. Like I. I just want somebody that would be like, okay, let's sit down and actually get to know each other for at least like a month or two, at least a month or two before we start to like actually have a relationship. Mm-hmm. If people would do that, I think a lot of people would, they would like wait, they would have to waste like years of dating somebody and then really, and then realize who they really are.
0: It takes a huge weight off. It really and does. Like the awkwardness of, you know, being freshly dating, big, like, so make I oh my gosh you know it takes a huge weight off once you get to know them for who they are that way you mm-hmm. know what you're
1: getting into and i think another thing is like it's like vulnerability on both ends like you have to like lay out not everything not all your dirty laundry but like lay out you know who you are just be truthful and just be you um mm-hmm. before the person and i think that's something that the authenticity authenticity of that is needed in the Talking stage I hate to I hate to say that but they get yeah. to know each other stage um maybe you go on a date and you're like get to know each other but you're not like you my kind girlfriend or anything yet but that's something that I would suggest if you're just if you if there's a Christian boy out there who's trying to tell trying to talk to you and try to like you know be romantic with you before you even have a relationship title no thank you no thank you he is just immature <laughs>
0: Talking about Christian boys and godly men, they're two different things.
1: Tell tell about it. Tell about it.
0: I would love to tell you about it. Tell because, me about it. Because, so if you don't know, this is my first real relationship. Never been in one before. Never, ever. Um, probably never going to be in another one again. We love it. <laughs> probably never. Um, But I used to, Um, obviously everyone has crushes and stuff. So I had to, a crush on this guy. And... I used to think he was like oh my gosh like everything and I would like want him to talk to me and stuff and so it wasn't even a talking stage moment or getting to know each other stage it was more of just like a here and there Mm -hmm. and I think on it now and I'm like I thought he was so like such a godly man but turns out he was a Christian boy they are two different things y'all I'm talking to you there's a difference between a Christian girl and a godly woman too, if you're a guy listening to this. Because like, if
1: she's wishy-washy, if he's wishy-washy,
0: that's not of God. Mm-mm. And Or that's
1: just carnal and that's just need to be mature.
0: Yeah. Spiritual maturity is a huge part of figuring out if you want to be in a relationship with somebody or not. For sure, for sure. And there I've I don't want to say that. I've you know, <laughs> I've seen and I've heard from a few Christian boys, if I can even say that, yeah. and their life and their fruits did not show it. Yeah. But now social media I can be a
1: liar this. of mm-hmm. people's fruits.
0: The Instagram biographies, bios,
1: biographies.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My Instagram biography. <laughs> the Instagram bios of like. <laughs> John jeremiah 29 11 john 3 16 psalm whatever, whatever i don't say nothing i don't say like, nothing all Where's that is is letters there? it's just letters if you're not living <laughs> it's it. letter and numbers and a, col- it's and a colon. literally yeah it's two dots and a few numbers on each side <laughs> and a word if you're not living it true like it means so nothing. much there's a different meaning when you're living it. I feel like you wouldn't <laughs> have to make it a statement if you were actually in For that. me,
1: that's why I would never, ever, ever put a verse in my bio. Because I, oh, don't, I, I don't want somebody... Cough. Okay, go ahead, cough. I don't want to ever put some word or verse in my, my um, bio because I don't want somebody to, like, be like, oh, she just has a verse in her Bible. Like, that don't mean nothing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like... For me there's multiple verses that I put in my bible. Like I don't have like just one bible bio. There's multiple verses that I can put in my bio
0: biography,
1: my biography. You know? <laughs> the bo- the whole bible with my biography, okay? Um so to say that but so true. We need to tell a difference between a Christian boy and a Christian man, a knowing the difference of that is knowing Jesus because if they have mm-hmm. the attributes of Jesus, then they have the attributes of a godly man because Jesus was the God the birth, uh, the perfect example of a godly man.
0: Yes. And in the word, it says, Men, love your wives as Christ loves the church. Yes. And I'm not married, but from my experience, I can see those there. attributes. I see the attributes, I see the characteristics. And that's how you can tell the difference. Mm hmm. Is by their fruits. Their fruits. Of uh, their fruits of the spirit. Check. The spirit. Look at the fruits of the spirit. Write all of them down. Look at them in the word. check Love, them off. joy,
1: peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Yeah.
0: Do they have check those them things?
1: Off, box by box. If they're not gentle, uh-uh. If they're not, if they're prideful, uh-uh. It's like it's just like it's just practical things. Like we we look over all these things, especially as Christian girlies. We look over all these things because we're like, oh, but he goes to church on Sundays and Wednesdays, and he's so cute. He has good and, like, style. He has good style, and like he posts. He's a youth pastor. His, he posts on his Instagram story of like Bible verses, and like he looks like he's reading his word on his on Sundays. So like, yeah, he may not be as gentle as like I'd like him to be, but he's still like mine. No. No, honey. No, because Girl, like, we can't settle. Yeah. For the less, if God has something better, and it's not, if it, this is not good, if God said He has no good thing, that that is not good. <laughs> like no, thank you. Mm-hmm. I don't want it. If it's not like God, I don't want it. Not to say god christian guys or girls aren't perfect but at the same time if they strive to have the fruits of the spirit and they strive to be like jesus every day you will tell you can tell oh yeah it's like very evident. like even if they're wrong or even if they mess up they they would admit it and they they wouldn't be prideful they'd be humble and admit their their faults now that now that, that. is difference between one of this one of the difference, main difference between a boy and a, and a god because they just admit when they're wrong. All these things, and they are humble and not prideful, and you'll you'll be able to tell because you could say talk to Jesus and be like, "Hmm, that's a good guy right there." Mm-hmm. Also, to say that not every like godly man is your man, right? <laughs> so, with upside, we need to counsel the Lord and be like, "Wow, He's so great. He's not my man. He's not my man." god has some some other girl for him or some other mm-hmm. guy for her so we had a counsel the lord and everything would do but yeah dating. so yeah dating. okay rachel i want to tell you something so i wrote mean. this down most girlies they ask a lot of things they ask these questions how do i know he's the one like how do i
0: know Rachel, answer that question for us. People make this so complicated. <laughs> and the answer I'm going to give, no one's going to like. Tell us. Because tell us, it's so simple and I feel like everyone's heard it. But when I say this, when when you know, you know. I know. And I hated hearing that. And I, I, told you, hearing this, I told you. I told you. Everyone's going to hate it. <laughs> but I'm being so astronomically for real right now. I think another thing
1: to tell is that if it's if you have confusion or fear about it, it's not God, Mm-mm. because if God is not a God of confusion or fear, so if you have confusion or fear about it, then it's not God. So that's something you can tell. But at the same time, you'll know the Holy Spirit will confirm and confirm and confirm to you. Yeah, when it's when it's it, and when that's something that God needs you to pursue, or God mm-hmm. or even God will He will literally pursue you over and over and over and over again. And you'll be like, mm-hmm. What the heck? Like I cannot wait. I just need God to a guy to like come up to me because I am injured at heart, and I would love, I love God to just be like assertive and come up to me and not me coming mm-hmm. to Him. because That's not how it's supposed to be. I'm not supposed to be coming up to Him. I mean, in my opinion,
0: Lord yeah. willing, hey, that's what I Lord willing. Well, we don't have to. <laughs> that's why I had to get do. into that. <laughs> but um, I will say, what made me know. Mm -hmm. like for real for real for real for real was um so I when we were still friends obviously I'd pray for him and like over him and just like God like if this is something that's gonna be like show me tell me or do something so that I know not to stop praying about it yeah And so some things, like, were going on, and we were still, like, getting to know each other, but, like, kind of talking, but, like, not really. But, like, getting to know each other and going, like, back and forth and stuff. And I was like, God, I'm getting tired of this. If this is something that you want me to still think about, even, or, like, keep praying for, tell me, and I'll, like, I'll hear you. I'll keep praying on it if you want me to. And so a lot of time went by, and I was still, we were still in that little foggy place and I was like god please (laughs) I don't (laughs) want to do this anymore but he he impressed me to still pray on it and you know there was a point where it didn't look like we were going anywhere but we were we didn't think we were gonna be dating at all or like progressing or taking one more next step and I was like god if this okay I was like I'm done god look look at me like right in the eyes I was like If this is something, (laughs) if this is something, because my heart cannot do this, if this is something that is not going to progress, take these feelings away and do the same for David. Like if we're not going anywhere, take these feelings away, take the attractiveness away, take the chemistry away, take it all away so that we're not hurting, first of all. And second, we're not tempted to go outside of your will. Mm -hmm. So and I kept praying that and praying that nothing went away. I was like, okay, I hear you. Please do something. <laughs> because yeah. I don't want to stay here. I don't want to stay in this place. But you know, it's just like God hears your prayers, specific prayers. Specific. And, prayer. Let me
1: tell you, I have a I have a story about that too, if you can after you finish your thought.
0: Yeah. Um, but yeah, it God was just like, keep praying about it, keep praying about it. And eventually it came to pass, but it took time and it took patience Mm -hmm. and it took persistence. And I was, y'all, I'll tell you, I was sick of where we were staying. I was (laughs) sick of it. And it was no one's fault, but it it was just like, it took, it was a construction zone. We were both being worked on at the same time. And it just wasn't right for us to take the next step because neither of us were ready. If we had taken that next step, we probably wouldn't have lasted as long as we have just because of things that we both need to work on, like spiritually and um, mentally. Yeah. So it it was just like, like, if we can go through that together and like still, you know, because we've messed up, we've made mistakes, you know, we've had arguments and like discussions and disagreements. But the thing that I've always been able to recognize is what we talked about earlier, the future of the spirit. Mm-hmm. Being humble, being kind, having joy, having patience, long suffering, self-control. Like I've been able to see all of those and closer to a year than when you know we were going through what we were going through and stuff. Um, like when you know, you know, that was my point. I don't know how I got off on that tangent. But oh, like when you when you're able to like see fruits, yeah, even in like low valleys, mm-hmm. I feel like it's not that hard to tell that like if you're gonna be with someone forever or not.
1: I think for me, I have to tell a story of how I didn't. I said God said no. He said no. Tell the story. I have many stories. That one God said no, but this specific one was recently. Um, so I. Shh. Let me get a little backstory, without having to reveal who this person is, because you probably don't know who this person is. But so next story, a year ago, around this time, I had met a friend online, really good friend, and he was a person that was on social media and talked about Jesus all the time. And he, I was like, wow, he knows the lore. We started talking all the time. We started talking consistently. He, we we were talking all the time, just getting to to know each other, and you know all that kind of stuff. And they all of a sudden he's gone because it's me. And then the end of the year later, this year, text me again. He starts to talk to me all the time. He starts to text me and starts to ask me about my day and all these kind of things. And I'm like, Hmm. So I, so actually, and then I was supposed to actually see him in person for the first time. And this is what I prayed to God. I wrote it down in my closet, in my prayer closet on my wall. I wrote it down. And I didn't realize, I forgot that I wrote it down. And then I go back to my closet. I sort of bawled my eyes out because I forgot that I wrote it down. Anywho. But I wrote this down. And I said, God, if this is not the man for me, let him let us not even meet at all. Let me not even meet him if this is not the man for me. Like, let him not even show up. And so the, the weekend goes by. And I, you know, I go up. Actually, I'm literally in his home. Town, I'm in his hometown, and he doesn't show up. So that's God right there. He answered my prayer, and he and I was like that was really hard for me, but at the same time, thank the Lord that could have that that saved me so much heartache. And later on, because then he ended up ghost me, but that saved me so much more heartache because I know that it was God's plan overall. Yeah, so. At the same time, you can pray, you know, about the relationship. You, you can also pray, hey, like Rachel said, it's not like giving, it's like a different, it's not it's not giving God an ultimatum, but it's saying, God, like, I want your will to be done. Like, giving mm-hmm. it away from, to, from your will to God's will. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, I, my mom always tells me this, and I thought I'd share it with you guys. It says, a romantic potential relationship is either a divine appointment from God or a distraction.
0: Or a lesson. Or lesson. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: So kind of decide or differ or ask God, is this some, Is this guy that's trying to pursue me or try to talk to me, is he a distraction or from the enemy? Or is he a God of something from God that I need to, you know, look into and pray about?
0: hmm
1: Because if we ask that question first and foremost, before we get our feelings attached to it, then that will be really, really, really helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But yes, so Rachel, talk about like having in a relationship, like having like God at the center of it all and like how that's a process and how that's kind of work in that.
0: I feel like this is an interview.
1: <laughs> I know.
0: Um, so, yeah. You're the I'm main character go... in this one. Well, you um, are on one of the relationships. No, don't, don't make me embarrassed. Um, I'm going to go to uh, Ecclesiastes to uh-huh. start off with my answer in this question. If I can, Oh, found it. Um, so we're going to go to Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 12. Go there. And we used this verse in a while, like a while ago. Yeah. I don't remember what, but anyway. It says, well, actually it starts at 9. And it goes to verse 12. So it says, two are better than one because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, one will lift up his com- his companion but woe to him who is alone when he falls for he has no one to help him up again if two lie down together they will keep warm but how can one be warm alone though one may be overpowered by another two can withstand him and a threefold cord is not quickly broken so my focus is verse 12 mm-hmm. a threefold cord is not easily broken and so i'm going to bring back the braid concept bring it back so, if you don't know, if you're new, if this is the first episode you're listening to, the braid concept, I'm gonna do an example. So, when you have, when you're braiding your hair, right, for my girls or my guys, if you yeah. know, you do that. Um, <laughs> you have three strands. Are we doing video on this?
1: It depends. I mean, we can. Yeah, we're doing video, but yeah,
0: it shows okay. So you have three strands, right? Mm-hmm. And this one in the middle. So this one in the middle is going to be God. This one's you. And this one's the person that you're thinking about. Like, oh my gosh, just like it. And so what we're going to do is we're going to twist a few. Like these two. If I keep twisting these two all the way down without this one, it's going to just unravel and fall apart. Yep. Right. But if you start... if if you start and you start to braid around it, right, it Brave. starts to hold, and it's going to hold for longer in your hair, and it's going to it's gonna be sustained, right? Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and do this really quick just a little bit further. And so there, you have a braid. We have a braid. What are those two strands twisting around? The middle one. God god and i like this just occurred to me literally right the second but when you leave a braid in for a long time there starts to be impressions in your hair so it starts to leave a track and it starts to leave a mark right so my thing is i will say one thing that has made me realize how important it is to keep God in the center of my relationship of mine and David's relationship yes is that when we both have like if we're having a disagreement or we're having like a deep conversation or like not even an argument because we haven't really had an argument but we've had plenty of disagreements but the part that I love about both of us is that we Always go back to this Mm -hmm. to find a solution or pray about it first before we bring it to each other. And even after, like I found myself praying after we've had a conversation like that just to understand how to resolve it and to figure out, okay, what can I say that's still rooted in the word, Mm. but like will also help the situation, you know? Yeah. For me, and, like I mean,
1: do I, I'm just not like con, con confront. I don't like to confront things. I'm like I'm not confrontational oh, person. I don't know Rachel is either. Like, so for me, like I would rather like take a minute and process it with my own with God myself, and then say something to the person, or then you know get the courage to say something to the person. Because for me, like. I would, if I was in a relationship, it would take, it, I would not be able to, like, you know, come back, like, right away mm-hmm.
0: into, like, mm-hmm.
1: an argument. For me, when I'm in an argument, I had to step back and, like, show up for a second and then, and then give me to you.
0: That's me, too. I have to take a minute to, like, go over things in my head. And sometimes, you know, David has let me know. Like, if he's like, if you need a minute to think on stuff, you can call me back later or, like, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. And that makes me feel so good because mm-hmm. that lets me know that I don't have to have an immediate response and I don't have to have an immediate solution because I'm not perfect. No. He's not perfect. It's neither of us neither of us are going to have the right thing to say to fix everything all at one time. Mm-hmm. So for me, I always have to take a minute to, you know, because I'm a crier. Even if it's not that big of a deal, I'm a crier. I have to process things with tears out of my eyes, you know, because that's just how I process things. I get so angry. I can take a minute. I have to take a minute to collect myself, get myself together and just realize, you know, my part, what I need to say, what I need to come back and apologize for or, you know, resolve, bring it up as a solution and um, just figure things out that way. And that is my favorite part about our relationship is that we know who's over it. We know who's in the middle and it's neither of us. And we know how to lean on God instead of leaning on each other when there's a miscommunication or like a, di- like a disagreement. Yeah. And I think that's what's really kept both of us rooted because I come from growing up, I never really expressed my opinion, right? I never really was just like out there with like, oh, I think this, like, I think you did this or like they did this, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. David's very honest. So he's not afraid to be confrontational and he's yeah. never mean. He's just very upfront and I'm not used to that mm-hmm. or I wasn't used to that. I'm getting really good at it right now. <laughs> and I think, I think it's like-
1: also like learning each other's love languages and learning mm-hmm. how each other like expresses love and how each other like, needs yeah. to yeah and I think yeah. learning that in the dating process is so important so knowing that say maybe David is confrontational and you're not knowing that ahead of time and like like kind of like getting to know that is so important especially before you get married and yeah. love language like say like David's like love language is physical touch like Rachel if Rachel doesn't even touch him Rachel just not like she's like doesn't like to touch by people like that's that's kind of like a miscommunication there and maybe David don't feel loved so I think that's a big thing
0: Mm -hmm. but learning each other I would say is like the biggest thing that I've gotten out of this relationship not even that I just have a boyfriend whatever whatever but I'm getting to learn him and his personality more and how he deals with stuff and same thing with him learning me like it's all it's all a process and even when we're old and saggy we're still going to be learning each other because yeah. you're, I'm never going to know him, like, completely, completely. I'm never going to know every little thing about him. Yeah. Because. Oh, oh, my gosh. Let me hurry. So, because I know that he doesn't tell me everything. Like, he and he doesn't have to. He mm-hmm. has other confidants other than me. Yeah. Which is good. Yeah, it is good. Because maybe he doesn't want to tell me certain stuff. I don't give a. I don't care. Well, you're not married I, yet, so, too. Right. Well, even if we're married, like, I feel like. He's going to have.